Aloha and mahalo for tuning in to our first KS podcast. Um, today's focus will be on Founders Day and what it means to you. Um, so let's start with just kind of introducing ourselves. Um, if you can share your name, the grade you started, the year you graduated, your academy, and what you're up to now. So I'll start us off. Um, I'm Ioleni Antonio and I'll be your host for this podcast. Um, I started in sixth grade and graduated in 2000 and no yeah 2008 um I kept wanting to say 2012 but I was like no that's my brother's <laughs> um I was in the art academy and now I teach English at UH Maui College my name is Telisa Lejano in high school my name was Telisa Joaquin I started in sixth grade I graduated um, with Iolani in 2008. I was in the Science and Natural Resources Academy in the health endorsement, and I'm currently the student activities coordinator here at Kamehameha High School. How's it going? My name is Evan Garces. Um, started here at Kamehameha Schools in second grade, 1999. Shout out to the originals. <laughs> um, graduated in 2009. My academy was IT. How's it going, Miss Sonny? And um, <laughs> now I'm an airport firefighter. Aloha, my name is Loan Okamoto. Uh, I entered Kamehameha Schools as a freshman. Um, I graduated in class of 06. Uh, I was also in the IT Academy. And currently I'm working for Johnson Controls um, as a construction engineer doing uh, energy efficiency and renewable energy projects. All right, 06. <laughs> Aloha, I'm Elayu Novikov. I started in the eighth grade here and graduated with Loen in 2006. I was in the Arts and Communication Academy and I am the student records coordinator at our campus. So, aloha. Awesome. Aloha, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Um, so we're just going to kind of dive right in. Um, do you guys remember your first Founders Day and what was that like? Um, yes, I, I definitely remember it. Um, I'm originally from Hana, and that was a big culture shock for me because that wasn't something we practiced at Hana school. So when I was told I had to wear this white mu'umu'u and it had to have back strap, uh, we had to have white sandals with back straps. Those are so hard to come across, and you guys know. I ended up having to staple my back strap to the back of my shoe for like the whole time I was going to school because my parents were like, figure it out, kid. You got this. I had a stapled white shoe. Like the white sandals are so hard to find that are cute. They're cute, yeah. Um, but I see the girls now, and they look like they have it on lock. Like, that's, <laughs> that's in the inventory nowadays. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, that was my first memory, was that whole deal, wardrobe-wise. Right on. Yeah. What about you? Because you started pretty young, right? Yeah. So, um, so my first Founders Day was in third grade, um, which was 99, I think. Um, and we just had moved to this campus. Only the elementary was built at the time, and all of this was just dirt. Um, and I, I think it was at La Mahana, if I can remember correctly. Um, and I just, it was just such a new thing for me too. You know, at the time I was coming from public school, so to 
have that level of organization as a child at that time was was pretty tough um, to keep still for that length of time and to learn all those Hawaiian <laughs> songs and um, it's nice to still hear those same songs to this day. Well, I have horrible memory, first of all. Oh, no. school. <laughs> this should be interesting. But um, I think what my earliest memory of Founders Day, I'm not sure if it was for my first one, but I remember just being like in awe of those elementary students being able to memorize mm-hmm. and get up on stage in front of all those people yeah. and say their lines. Like, I remember just being like, oh, that's <laughs> nuts. Like, I don't think I could do that. And you know, here you have little kindergartners through fifth graders. And I always, I know like some people say, oh, it's so redundant and it's the same thing every year, but that's always one of my favorite parts about Founders Day. So, yeah. Yeah. Do you have like a specific one, like a specific story that you liked? Um, I remember when she's a student here now, actually, she totally, she got up on stage and she was so cute and she totally just started bawling in the Aww. middle. Do you remember that? Anybody remember that? Kinda, She's yeah. a staff member's daughter and it was <laughs> the cutest thing ever. It was yeah. so scary with like uh, a yeah. whole auditorium of people like yes. watching you. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Luan? Um, I don't know if it was my first, but I was new to Kamehameha School. must have been freshman year. And I believe it was at the uh, elementary school gym. And, you know... For me, it was a lot of learning who Poa'i was and taking all that in. And it, again, it was like, you know, kind of ceremonial. So you got to like sit down and listen. But um, I think what stuck out for me, I don't know if it was my first one, but was when Mr. Kalauli was there, oh, yeah. you know, and he yeah. gave his uh, his speech. And at the end, and I mean, he had kind of everybody like tripping out and he was and everybody was kind of in tears. But yeah. that was probably the most memorable one, you know, to have him because we just got to know him and, you know, he had to share his information on, on what was going on with his health and stuff. So mm. that was kind of a big one for me. Mm. Yeah. I think for me, what like not a specific memory, but Founders Day was always like this fun time because it was, you know, you had practices before um, and you get to go with your friends and sing and kind of, I mean, kind of hang out, but also <laughs> practice, right? Um, and then it was just like such a festive time of year too. It meant like the holidays are coming up. It meant school is almost yeah. out, and it was also a celebration of Poahi, which was um, pretty awesome. Um, has anybody been back since graduating? Not for Founders Day. Mm-hmm. I have not been back for Founders Day. I'm gonna try making it this year. Yeah. yeah. I w- came back for the first time last year, and I was amazed at how much it has evolved since we were all here and what I really enjoy is listening to the the classes and all the student body um, they're harmonized in their parts mm-hmm. like we can definitely sing <laughs> so yeah. that's always that's always lovely to mm-hmm. to hear nice yeah. um, so a couple of you guys brought up like the like ritualistic kind of ceremonial aspect of it right and then we do the same kind of songs every every year we do the same kind of um, speeches you know the little keiki have their speeches and then we do the statement of appreciation so i was thinking that we would oh. recite oh. it oh. Let's see. Let's see. Okay, the statement of appreciation i guess maybe you can lead us through it since you're like well, I, 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 knew it. I said i read it i didn't say i memorized it i said it rang a bell okay 
<laughs> you grab your phones, like, but no. Okay. Um, okay, so statement of appreciation. We, the students of the Kamehameha Schools, in appreciation of our founder, Bernice Poahi Bishop, pledge to develop our potential in all we do, to strive to meet our responsibilities, to progress to the best of our ability, to carry ourselves with dignity and pride. So we, the people of Hawaii, for whom she cared so much, give thanks on this day of remembrance and remain forever indebted to her. Oh, it's pretty good. Like after all that time, right? Yeah, I remembered it. So like when you guys when we were in school, I mean, what did you guys think of it? I mean, was it something that you or that because I know for me it was kind of like, okay, we gotta memorize mm-hmm. this thing, right? Mm-hmm. And it's something that we say. But was it different for you guys in school and then like going through it now? Um, what kind of kind of resonates with you or stands out to you as like as meaningful um I think for me coming back full circle like you said I think when you're just when we were kind of forced to memorize it um (laughs) it was just words coming out and you know I thought about it and it you know it does mean what it says but I think looking back now I realize it means a lot and it stands for a reason because she gave so much for all of us to be here. And I think it's important that we forever indebted to her to give back um, because she cared so much about the people of Hawaii. And I think that's what her legacy stands for. Totally, yeah. It's kind of like a, I mean, we we pledge to do these things, right? We like, it's like a promise, Mm -hmm. yeah. And so thinking about, I did a little bit of research um, because I'm kind of nerdy, but (laughs) (laughs) the um, statement was written um, like way back when with, by one of the principals, our headmasters of the school, when it was a boys' school. And then in 1982, it was, or 1981, it was rewritten by juniors at Kapalama. And then they um, voted on it, and I think 1982 was when it happened, when they did it for the first time. So then thinking about, like, over the years, so many people, so many, you know, um, students recite this, right? And we all kind of share this in common, and we all... Um, live with it and take it with us yeah Mm -hmm. look at us like 10 years plus later we're still we still have it you know um within us so like i guess i'm thinking about how like what is our kuleana how does it kind of tie in with the statement of appreciation and how do we um kind of embody those values or live those values today what do you guys think anybody want to tackle that one (laughs) To progress to the best of our abilities, to to be proud of where we came from. Um, And I think another thing that's important, going back to what you said, is to remember not to just say the words. It's not just to say the words, but it actually means something. Yeah. um, Because it does stand out. Like, you know, as a student here, you you say it a hundred times over and Mm -hmm. over, and you might just be saying the words, but you're actually doing a pledge you know we the students of Kamehameha schools we remain forever indebted to her so you gotta at some point try and give back and come back or in some way or another try and be here for the community for sure yeah um I think that's you know one thing that I really find special about working here now Mm. um 
you know, like Loen said, we have all of these blessings and, you know, gifts from Hawaii. And I think by being back here, it's just one of my small little ways of giving back, you know, now being able to work here and kind of pass on the same legacy that I was blessed to have from sixth grade to 12th grade to these students that are here now. So that's something that I and I'm sure like Eleu and even Evan as a coach really find special to be able to come back here on campus. Um, that's just really neat how full circle everything kind of is. Yeah, um, to add on to what the last, what they just said, um, I think when, you know, when you're at the school and like for me, I only was, you know, I've been here, I was just in second grade, so I don't really realize what I have while I'm here because that's kind of just what I was brought up around, you know. I always had such a beautiful campus and mm -hmm. such great facilities and all the resources in the world. Um, and it's not really to you leave, you know, like you learn the statement of appreciation and you recite it year after year and you learn all everything, all the different songs, but it's really not till you leave and you step away. Yeah. Kind of like growing up in Hawaii, you know, yeah, same sure. thing. You leave, you know, if you don't leave Hawaii, you don't really know what you have because you grow up around it your whole life. It's not till you go away and you do college visits and you attend colleges that you realize, hey, my high school is nicer than this college. <laughs> and you go in like the weight room and you go around campus and you realize, wow, I had such a beautiful campus. Such, I was so fortunate to attend mm -hmm. such a beautiful school and have all the facilities and all the resources in the world. Um, I mean, like in, in like third, fourth grade, we all had IMAX and we had like the fastest internet. It's just crazy. So, you know, coming back to the topic on statement of appreciation and what forever indebted to her really means. I mean, it wasn't really till I stepped away that I really thought about her legacy and, you know, to think about the magnitude of her legacy and how much people came before us and went through this school and how much people are continuing to come true. You know, you leave and this school is just continuing to push out more alumni and more alumni and just touching more uh, Hawaiian lives mm -hmm. and um, being able to come back you know this is my first year as a JV basketball coach so being able to come back and you know I go in the gym before anybody's there I'm the first person in the gym and I just sit in there till this day you know this is like my third month but till this day I go in the gym at three o'clock and I sit in there and I just look around and I'm like wow this is amazing you know Saturday sometimes we have practices early in the morning we I come over early in the morning it's beautiful morning clear skies and you just look around and you just, I think it's only now that I'm fully realizing how lucky we are. Mm -hmm. yeah. Such a beautiful campus, such great facilities. And, and it does feel good to be able to play a part of the legacy by helping out the current students mm -hmm. and hopefully the future students. Mm -hmm. nice. I keep thinking back in the statement of appreciation, mm -hmm. responsibility and mm -hmm. abilities. Yeah. So <laughs> we were always um, told about enunciation, but past enunciation, I'm thinking about abilities and being in the position that I serve as in, in the campus now is like it's all these reminders like progress to the best of your abilities abilities so <laughs> and to carry yourselves with dignity and pride you know what you do right it's like yeah you're and our diplomacy it's something along the lines like you sometimes will feel pushed in the corner or something and always rise to that occasion and so the statement of appreciation always reminds me of like there's 
there's always this level and push that you can achieve and it's possible. And because of this foundation that we have here, it's like you can do it. It's always that motivation. And when I'm sitting in the dark in whatever my kuleana may be, in, in work, in personal life or whatever, it's like you can push yourself, you can do it. You know, it's that, that bottom line that you have this here, you have a big cheerleader of a school in your corner and allowing you to progress. So, yeah, it's it's almost like a, a great motivator as well. Reminder motivator, yeah. <laughs> nice. We will be back right after this break. This public service announcement is brought to you by KSM Hosa, future health professionals. Hey guys, do you want to come with me to the bathroom? Why? I don't have to pee. No, let's take a bathroom break. Oh, okay. But what if they catch us? No, it's fine. They're not going to catch us. We're too cool to get caught. No, not today. You know what? Not now. Not ever. Sis, vaping is bad for you. Ever heard of popcorn lung? No. What the heck is that? Bro, popcorn lung damages your lungs in the small airways. It makes you cough and makes you feel like you can't breathe. (coughs) See? Popcorn lung right there. Vaping is more harmful than smoking because vaping contains much more nicotine. But it's so cool. All the tricks are so satisfying. Do you really want to get in trouble? What if you get suspended? My parents honestly don't care. You're going to get embarrassed in front of everyone. Making a change starts with you. No vape in the 808. Yeah, if you guys, if Palahi were here with us now at this round table, um, at this conversation, what would you want to say to her? Like, as a, as a headmaster, as an ali'i, as a friend, maybe, as a, um, the founder of the school, what would you um, say to Palahi if she were here? I would say mahalo, yeah. first of all, and yeah. then I would ask her if she'd want to go to lunch. <laughs> <laughs> and talk yeah. more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good one. That's good. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, same thing. I just thank you, Mahalo. But I probably will up one if I ask her to dinner. <laughs> 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 Pulling out all the stops. <laughs> yes, definitely an expression of gratitude and you know, potentially think about her. If she were here now and had to malama the different uh, events that go on in this current time, like, man, what would that vision be? What yeah. would that, um, you know, just goal setting be? Mm-hmm. What is that next? And so probably a brainstorming party, maybe nice. like over a pedicure then. Yeah. <laughs> Take you to dinner, we'll go to a pedicure. <laughs> well, obviously, mahalo. But, you know, I think like more importantly, like mahalo for being this like, visionary and this like boss lady you know like who was a go-getter and she had this vision and she wasn't gonna let anything stop her and I mean I just you know sometimes I have like a little task and I'm like I'm too lazy to do that and you know here she had the future of Hawaii in her hands and our education and these children and she didn't let anything stop her her ailments her illness you know she just kept pushing forward she knew what she wanted to happen and she made sure that she had people in her life who could help her along that path. And, you know, 
just I, I mahalo for her for seeing the bigger picture. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, anybody have any last mana'o to share? Okay. Anything we didn't talk about that you guys want to cover? I'm thinking, well, you brought up the little, um, the speeches that mm-hmm. the Keiki do, yeah. right? And how that's so special. Right. Um, and thinking about kind of the stories, the little snippets that they take us through throughout her life. Was there one little snippet that was meaningful to you or... That you can recall. I don't know if it's meaningful, but mm. I always remember the fruitcake. Oh my gosh! Yes! <laughs> I don't know why, but probably because I'm hungry all the time. <laughs> the fruitcake and the lemonade. Fruitcake, lemonade, and then the music box. Yeah. 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 But those I have always stuck out in my mind. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I always look forward to when the they usually have the younger kids yes. talk about mm-hmm. her meeting Charles Reed yes. Bishop and the love of her life <laughs> yes. and then waiting for the crowd go, aww. <laughs> but, I mean, when, I remember when I was in elementary, like, I don't know what they use now. I probably use PowerPoints or something. But at the time, when I first got pictures. in, yeah. yeah, they had the pictures, yeah. the boards. So yeah. you'd have somebody hold a board oh, wow. and yeah. then somebody That's hold an object and then somebody talking. And I remember every year, like, in the class, the teachers would use it as, like, a like a reward, like they'll say, if you're well-behaved, if you're one of the more well-behaved kids, this year you'll get to be one of the holders and one of the speakers, and every year I'll just be like, oh, when they would announce it on that day, I'd be like, please be me, please be me, and I think one of the years, I've, it was a long time ago, but I'm pretty sure one of the years I got selected, and I, I think it was the music box, um, and, and it was a pretty big deal for me to be able to go up on stage and hold the music box while somebody spoke because you know they wouldn't let me talk <laughs> why not yeah. can I ask you a question oh sure <laughs> yeah like because your parents worked mm. here mm-hmm. and you know they they did hold us to a standard mm-hmm. and whatnot like how is that as like their you know daughter here and because yeah your dad would crack the whip yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean like, yep. like oh, okay. yeah I think I was used to it was yeah. like you know normal like that was that was normal life and he always um when he spoke about the kids at school he's like these are my kids you know they're not just my students these are my children so i'm gonna treat everybody the same i'm gonna treat them just like how i treat you (laughs) um so yeah definitely i mean it was kind of challenging obviously to have both of your parents as kumu right and then you're like Oh yeah, those are my parents. Yeah, like yeah. obviously I love them and I am proud of them. And it's different. It's taken on a different kind of, um, I guess, I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm not I'm not finding the words. But we our relationship is different now that I'm older yeah. and that I now mm-hmm. teach here. So then I see like okay, so when they were um, getting all you know upset about whatever xyz i can totally see where they're coming from because they just want the best for the students you know um and so thinking about thinking about founders day thinking about um the statement of appreciation pawahi and all of that um now bringing that to the table as a kumu you know teaching the english 100 dual credit classes um i expect that of myself but i also expect that of my students as my younger pukii you know mm-hmm. like um they're now well I, I don't think that they're now my kids right but 
younger siblings, yeah? Mm-hmm. So how do I kind of guide them in that way? Um, I don't crack the whip as hard as... I'm a little bit more like my mom. <laughs> but same thing like my mom, you know, she has standards too. And um, so thank you for asking that question. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, they stand out in my mind. You know, while we're talking me. about them... Um, <laughs> Love you. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's funny you guys brought that up because when I was told that you were proctoring, mm-hmm. I was thinking... I wonder if her parents are going to be there. So I came in, wore a hat, my shirt on top, chewing gum, hoping that I'll get some kind of correction today. But but they aren't here. So I did I did all the all the worst things for you. But, they, but you know, it's funny, like what you said, like when you're actually attending here, you look, you know, you're kind of like, oh, my God. But yeah, but yeah, as you know, when you grow older and as I become Kupuna around here with a 10-year reunion coming up next year. And, you know, now that I coach, you know, as coach Mr. Ricard's kid is on the team. And now that I coach and I kind of been a little bit through life, I don't know everything for sure. But, you know, now you realize now when I look at your parents and what they do, I'm like, yeah, yeah. you, know, like you got to tell them. Because um, yeah. if not, they're going to live the rest of their life that way. You know, yeah. like now's the time to correct them. Um, and you see the difference with I mean, I'm not bashing other schools at all. But, you know, you see with more undisciplined places, you know, if they're not disciplined early on they're then they live the rest of their life that way so um you definitely can tell that there is a different standard amongst you know students who are disciplined earlier on as far as the way they carry themselves for the rest of their lives and I think it's important to have kumu like that because and I try to be like them when I coach you know like if I hear one little bad word out of a kid's mouth at practice we're running you know all those little things walking by a piece of rubbish on the ground if the whole team walks by you know that no can you know we're going that needs to be corrected and you know now in retrospect, I definitely appreciate, you know, having Kumu like that mm-hmm. yeah, to correct us sure. at that age. Yeah. Yep. Can I ask you guys a question? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, question. So, <laughs> when you guys, because I feel like the, for the boys anyway, like you had to like clean shave, mm-hmm. like cut your hair and everything, like. How was, I don't know if you guys got busted or anything, but when you guys would see other people mm-hmm. getting busted, like, was that like a thing, or would you guys like try to push it? Like how you're putting, yeah. like how you're like, oh, I'm gonna show up like this. Like, yeah. would you guys try to push it? Like, I don't know about you, not me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I never, no. I mean, you know, I've been here for second grade. It was like it was already a part of me. You know, yeah. the only times I wouldn't shave would just be, I forgot. Like yeah. I would just honestly forget, and um. I probably did. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I had my resources, you know, like if I forget to shave and I come in, you know, Mr. Kagasan, if he's listening, I'll go straight to his, before before the Oli, I'll go straight to his office and go, hey, Mr. Kagasan, I can borrow a shaver. Yeah. You know, kind of nip it in the bud before we get to Kumulotani, guys. Um, yeah, but I don't think, I don't think we tried to push the limits. So bringing the conversation back then to Founders Day, um, yeah, final manao. Last things that you want to say. Anything you want to get off your chest after all so these years? So I want to ask a question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just open. If Poahi were here today, what would we tell her? I'm wondering, it's kind of open-ended. If she was here today, what would she tell us or ask us? Mm-hmm. Would she be content? Um, mm-hmm. I wonder what her concerns would be. Yeah. And it's kind of just open-ended, <laughs> but... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll break the ice on this one. It's probably edited out, but um, I mean, I ask that. Every, I ask that all the time, you know. I ask that as far as 
no, I'm pretty opinionated, so I definitely, you know, I think all the time as far as our identity as, as a Maui campus, you know. Are we trying to be Hawaiian? Are we trying to be the leaders of tomorrow in, in Hawaii? Or are we trying to be the leaders of tomorrow in the big picture, you know? Um, I think it's great that we emphasize our culture and that we learn our culture, but at the same time, you know, what was, I, I just wonder what was Powahi's real wish, you know, was it for us to, to hold on to our culture and also fight to get some of those Hawaiian rights and Hawaiian things back? Or was it just to recognize our culture and move forward and be the leaders of the bigger picture, you know, be the leaders of the United States, be the leaders of like world leaders? Um, and I think, in my opinion, I do feel like this Maui campus is still trying to find its identity. and. That would be a good question to ask Pauahi because I still like we're still trying to figure out which direction she would really want mm -hmm. us to go. Yeah. Um, I'll share a little something that this just happened actually last night. Um, my daughter is a student at Kamehameha Preschool. She's in her second year there. And we were walking outside last night and we passed by a tree and she told her dad, my husband, she said, this looks like a Powahi tree, but it's bigger. <laughs> and my husband, who's not a graduate of here, was like, <laughs> he was like, what is a Powahi tree? So I was like, the Powahi tree, where Powahi would read to the keiki. Mm. And so, you know, she started to explain to her dad and just hearing how she could articulate what Powahi was to her at the age of five years old, like that really just, kind of like warmed my heart you know she was she was telling her dad like you know Poahi was special because she wanted us to learn and she wanted us to go to school and Poahi cared about the keiki and she could articulate it so well and you know it's just my hope that if she's blessed enough to become a student here you know for her elementary years or middle school years or high school years or whatever it may be that she never forgets what she knows now um, because like we said earlier, I think, you know, as a student here, especially as you get into your teenage years, you kind of forget how lucky and how blessed you are to be a student here. So I almost wish that I recorded her saying those <laughs> things, you know, to one day replay to her. But yeah, that was just, you know, perfect timing of the year. And I know at school they're teaching them about Pohi because Founders Day is coming up. But, you know, if a five-year-old can get it, I think that us as alumni and our current students are more than capable of really understanding how special Pohi was and should be to us. Awesome. Yeah, beautiful. That's such a nice way to bring it back kind of full circle, you know, like um, seeing the impact that Pohi has had and the school has had over generations and will continue to have. So mahalo everybody for being here today. Um, we also want to mahalo the KSM administration, um, Mr. Ricard for being our awesome techie, um, <laughs> Mrs. Correa for kind of envisioning this. For forcing us to do yeah. this. <laughs> and bringing it to fruition. Don't let it Mahalo to the listeners and of course to Kelly Pawahi. Um, we are forever indebted to you. Aloha. Hello. Hello. Hello.